uh, on the edge of North America, and it's pouring rain out here tonight. Dennis got drenched himself. I got drenched earlier today, but we're high and dry. And uh, picked up my new books. I double bagged everything. Yeah. The worst thing is rain with a comic book. Exactly. Exactly. Even worse than forest fires. That's right. Yes, rain, rain, unquenchable. <laughs> So uh, what's what, what's on our schedule for tonight? What are we going to do? Well, first off, we're going to announce that you actually um, uploaded everything to a podcast now. Yeah. So we're uploaded to uh, Buzzsprout. Yeah, that's going to be the first of, of many, hopefully, pa- platforms. Right, which is good news. Now you can still follow us on Facebook. Yeah. That'll bring you the link yeah. there. And you can also go to YouTube. Yeah, um, for the visual part of it all. For the visual part of it as well. So, and it's the exact same thing. Right. <laughs> Only you can see us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so we're just going to do a quick introduction, which is what we did. Quickly go through the format. We'll just do a review of last week's episode, any positive, mm. negative. We're going to go to our main topic. We're going to talk about upcoming solicits. Okay. That we'll talk about this week. We're going to go from the vault. We're going to talk about a book from one of our bookshelves. Yeah. And talk about that series in case there's nothing solicited that you're interested in. Um, then we're going to do Deep Thoughts with Wallace Ryan. Yes. Which tend to be from... Reviews we've had from the first episode was yeah. everyone's favorite. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll just close it out and go and on our merry way. And let it rock and roll from there. So, reviews on the first episode. Uh, even though it was slow starting, because um, yeah. we didn't have the podcast part, we just had it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, was was positive. Oh, okay. So, okay. which is good. I was reading a couple of comments on Facebook that we had, a couple of friends that messaged me, and through uh, YouTube couple of comments on that, and people seem to enjoy it. Uh, a lot of it was crossover from the library of graphic literature. Yeah, I so expected you got it. A, which we, we expected and we wanted, actually. Yeah, yeah. So that was good to see. Thanks for coming aboard, folks. So thank you. Don't forget to subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, also, sub- that's right, too. I forgot to mention that. Subscribe to the Thursday Comics uh, video YouTube channel so you can you can watch us as, as we're making this. Yeah. Which and, I think is a cool thing, people being able to watch... Two newcomers to the podcast games uh, basically scrape and claw their way to the top. Basically screwing it up as we go. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> that's how that works. Because we're only human. <laughs> yeah, is it? And we talked about, you know, if it gets a little bit bigger and we get more followers, we might do a little, little prizes and giveaways mm-hmm. and freebies for the people that are the regulars that you see commenting on posts a lot. And, yeah. Um, try to give them a little, you know, little freebie every now and then if it's... Find it worth our while. I so. think that'd be kind of cool. It'd be kind of nice to see. So yeah, and you know, it's a chance to make some stuff for us too. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. Right. So that's last week's episode. Uh, main topic for the show, which we actually kind of were debating up until we just started this. Oh yeah, uh, and yes. it just came out of nowhere. <laughs> so the main topic is simply, I'm a Marvel, I'm a DC, but the main theme of that will be the omnibus collecting. Yeah. Um, because Wallace and I actually became radio good friends through the collecting of the omnibus. Yeah, uh, Marvel and DC do things totally different, so we're just mm. going to kind of break that down a little bit. Yeah. So, um, my view personally is I find Marvel same with their comic solicits. Now, first of all, hang on a second yeah. before you go into that. Would you say you started out as a Marvel person or a DC person? I started out as a Marvel. Okay. Now, now. the reason I did, and I can quickly explain this, okay. is when I started collecting comics in the early '90s, you had the big boom. Of comic books, yeah, um, which was X Men and was Spider Man, Tom McFarlane, Jim Lee, yeah. Then you had this big influx of cartoon series. Now you mm-hmm. did have mm-hmm. Spider Man ninety four series, yeah. You did have the X Men animated series. 
and where they owned Toy Biz, you had this big influx of toys. Oh, did you ever? the most popular comic books, you had the most popular toys, you had the most popular cartoon series. Oh, okay. Now, uh, DC, on the other hand, they did have Batman. Yeah. And they had the movies, but Marvel was pumping out everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. By the time you were getting Superman and Batman, Marvel was pumping out X-Men, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Hulk, Iron Man. And all toy lines galore. Yeah. So they yeah, fucked the market. They did. And they I always did. said, <laughs> my collection and my love of comics is based around marketing blitz. I am oh, the perfect okay. product of <laughs> mass oh, marketing. I never thought about it that way. Prime. And you, <laughs> you, think about you don't it, look like a mass market. Right. <laughs> but you look at everything in like the long term and you're like, they pretty much determined what I was going to read. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, w- I was selling the same product that you right. you speak of, so that I have I do have a connection with 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 your origin story, you right. might say there. That's right? true. Uh, well, now DC Comics, they did have. No one really read DC for the most part. Like my age, growing up, yeah, it was always older people right. for Sandman and Sandman. Um, but until you had Death of Superman and Nightfall, yeah, that was the two little blips. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, out of uh, out of that. When I had my comic book store, you're, you're right. That's exactly it. They right. were the they were the two blips because Marvel was pounding the crap out of they us, were. right? And X Men in particular. I mean, X Men. We I'm looking at old Wizard magazines had the seven of the ten top comics were X Men titles. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that'll tell you how big. And people don't realize how big X Men was in the nineties. Oh, oh X Men, humongous. Carried the comic industry for. Since late seventies to maybe mid two thousands, yeah, and Marvel in particular, and Marvel too. in particular, yeah, Spider Man yeah. was their their flagship character, but X Men was the seller. Yeah, yeah, for so. sure. I can remember selling far more uh, X Men at the time than right. than that. Uh, well, with myself, I I, I was a, started out as a DC person myself, and that was like in sixty four when I was three years old. And it, they just what was they just happened to be the comics lying around, right? So it was Green Lantern and Adam. Both, both funny enough, Kilcane <laughs> stories, and that's that's where I started drawing too. I started drawing from those comics, and actually they were what taught me how to read. Because after, by the time I got grade to kindergarten, two years later, I could read and write, and that was all from comics. So, I know Marvel did a really smart thing, which I talked about with a friend recently. Um, scholastic book fairs yes. used to have in school. Yeah, Marvel would put out all ages kids' books, a little short story novels. Oh, okay. And little drawings on every other page, uh, very kid-friendly. But the two that I bought were the Giant Size X-Men retelling oh, yeah. Yeah. and the Weapon X origin. Okay, and you read, you read that as a kid, and you're like, this is great. But it's basically about a guy who gets kidnapped and brainwashed by the government yeah. and becomes a giant killing machine. Yeah, tortured and, right. and, and hot metal injected right. into right. him. Yeah. And, you know, my little seven-year-old self was buying that as classic book fair. <laughs> so when you look at it that way, you're like, they put anything they could possibly out, put out to kids. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because now you got DC doing stuff like the DC Inc. Uh, uh, direct, directly... Uh, uh, Looking at, at at the young young girls' audience, and but which I like, which right. I do like, yeah. right? But yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 interesting now. Now, in terms of DC and Marvel, the you're going to want to talk about the their omnibus approach, their or their their publishing approach, shall we say? Or right. So I find 
Marvel's thing with their comics solicits, they just flood the market. Yeah, <laughs> do they ever. Um, <laughs> I mean, upcoming solicits going into January of next year, they're putting out, I mean, personally for me, and I don't buy every Marvel omnibus, mm. there's three, sometimes four a month. Yeah. And, I mean, they hit $100, 125 $150 Canadian. Yeah. So if yeah. they're getting one of those a week, that's a big investment. Yeah, huge, yeah. Huge. Yeah. Um, but there, there's apparently a market for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yes. <laughs> they're putting out their classics. You're starting to see they're doing Conan, and they're doing stuff for different markets. So yeah. they're putting out Shang-Chi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the little niche stuff, the Daily Hands of Kung Fu, and they're putting out Conan. The Marvel Horror. The Marvel Horror. Yeah. Um, and then a couple more that we're going to talk about later. But then they're also putting out, every time uh, a Deadpool run ends, you're getting a complete Daniel Way or a complete Joe Kelly collection. Yes, yes, I've seen those, yeah. In yeah. Omnibus. You're getting Miss Marvel. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the newer one. The newer one. Going. Okay, right. I now, both of them are out. The original Miss Marvel, they yeah. reprinted because yeah. of the movie. But then uh, the Kamala Khan, that's already an Omnibus. Yeah. I mean, that series is only a couple of years old. Yeah. <laughs> but they deemed it worthy for a complete, oversized Omnibus collection. Now, do you think that, that they like DC? Because DC sometimes will give a lot of undeserving series, uh, a, a, a trade paperback collection that really should never have been put in it. Because I, I can't think about that with Marvel. Do you, do you find that with Marvel? They started doing that with the um, the Marvel Now. Yes. And like that era. Yeah. Uh, right after, like around the mid-2000s, they started just pumping out paperbacks of everything. Yeah. And that's when they started the relaunching of the titles. Yeah. And I find that really frustrating. I had a, a friend of mine, and he picked up Superior Foes, uh, not Superior Foes, Superior Spider-Man, mm. and he picked it up, and inside, it recommended the first volume of Superior Spider-Man. But he didn't know, because this one was volume one, so he figured it was volume one. Mm. And I'd explain, no, it's volume two. It's yeah, series um, two, volume one. Yeah, yeah. And I just confused the living hell out of him. Yeah. To the point that he's not buying Superior Spider-Man anymore. Yeah. Because and it's too confusing. Yeah, and it's just like, uh, you think Marvel would sort of tune into that, yeah. you know, in terms of, because of, I've noticed that a few times with their titles. You, you're right on there, right? I look at it as just like, okay, which, which, uh, this looks cool, but which series is which it? Which one right? is it? We don't oh, know. Like, you imagine, well, Spider-Gwen, looking at that, I mean, how many number ones does that thing have, Maybe right? Three, four. Yeah. So and I, that's not a recent, like an older title. That's yeah. a recent title. Yeah. Um, I mean, Captain America right now is at volume nine, maybe volume yeah. ten. Well, you know how people have been complaining about these facsimile editions coming out and stuff like that. And, yeah. And do, do you find that with Marvel now that they're putting out? Because it seems from what you're explaining, a lot of the stuff that they are putting in the omnibus form sounds like some of their best, putting their best feet forward. Yeah. And, uh, and it's... You think it's a bit of a comment on some of the regular stuff being done at the, the fact that some of the older stuff is doing better than some of the newer stuff? Well, I think it was, well, not necessarily Marvel, but uh, Dan DiDido came out. And mm, that's it, yeah. I think the facsimile editions sell better than most of the regular comics. Yeah, yeah. And that'll yeah. tell you the current state of the current market of comics. Mm. Um, well, people are dying for for good comics, I for think. good comics. Yeah. And... They know a series is going to get cancelled. They're not hooking readers long-term anymore. No, no. Because there's cancelling and relaunching titles. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to 
new creative team, they'd rather cancel it and start with a new number one and a new yeah. creative team. Yeah. And I mean, back in my day, it just kept on going, right? right? And that just makes the previous volume redundant. Yeah. And they don't, usually they don't even really mention it and they just ignore it and they start the new stories. Yeah. And, and as Jason once men mentioned to me, Jason Conway from Downtown Comics, sometimes this kind of, it, it leaves him with, as he called him, stranded series, series yeah. that really aren't going anywhere anymore, you know. Well, like when they came with the, uh, uh, when the new 52 was dumped. Yeah. He got, he got saddled with a, a lot of new 52 stuff, which is no longer canon or, you know, is, 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 it's, it's not part of the rebirths, right? Well, that's when I stopped buying a lot of my DC. Yeah. Um, my very first comic I was buying monthly with my own money was Robin. Robin oh, came out around yeah, I remember. 92, 93, yeah. so I would have been about eight years old, yeah. and I started following from the beginning, and it lasted 180, 190 yeah. issues, yeah. so I followed it from 18 to mid-20s, Yeah. and then all of a sudden, they canceled it, and then they changed it, and none of it really ever happened. Yeah. It was only Robin for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it drives, it drives you insane, doesn't it? And right? it feels like, well, I just wasted so many years of reading stories that you're just going to... You basically just ignored my childhood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. That thanks exist, thanks a lot, yeah. So. Now, with, with DC, I mean, they've been... I, I think they've been doing good on on the Omnibus front, but... And same thing, actually, now that I think about it, they're, they're harvesting a lot of their older, finer material. Right. The I mean, the House of Secrets and the House of Mystery. I mean, I mean there's, there's some early 70s... Comics. I mean, uh, why don't they do the witching hour? And there's a lot of other there is. great stuff there, with especially a lot of early art by a lot of people who went on yeah. to be big later on in the game. And uh, but yeah, the I, I mean, I've been pleased. We were talking about this as we were setting up, and uh, you know, rum rumors of them ditching the omnibus line. Which, if they do, by the way, <laughs> DC, <laughs> we're going to be very, very angry at you. And uh, but I mean the you know overall I'm I guess I'm sort of more or less pleased with at least the omnibus program if it stays which it better stays stays as it is. Right. Uh, I mean I was very saddened when they dropped the whole DC archives line. I mean I love that line, cheap, uh, you know, small books but but very inexpensive and all that. And essential comics. Yeah. Like essential library building yeah. comic books that you would need. So. Yeah. Exactly. No. No. I mean I feel. I feel kind of weird now with the with the DC archives all over there, right? It's, and it's, it's a dead brand. Yeah, yeah. At that point. So, I mean, what do you do then? Do you yeah. upgrade your omnibus? And yeah. Think of it like music. If you have a giant vinyl collection, and then did you scrap it and go to cassettes, and then did you scrap it and go to CDs, and then did you scrap it and go digital, and then yeah. did you just start buying vinyl again? Yeah, yeah well, so. exactly. I, I st kind of stuck at, the, at CDs. But, but yeah, for... for, for uh, I mean, DC. I think uh, you know they're they're not putting them out. There was a bit of a, a of a, a, a push there about a year or two ago, and a lot seemed to be coming out. But they've really slowed down, and it's. But I mean, myself and there are a lot of collectors out there. You know, the people who are buying all these books, yeah. who all they all got a, a three three shelves full of the omnibuses as they look now, and God help you if you, if you screw around and change that. People right. were upset enough when they had to change the the peeling back logo for the plain new DC logo. Right. I mean, that, 
that, that ticked off a lot of people. Messed up the spine. Yeah. OCD and everyone. Yeah, so, so if you turn around and then cancel the whole damn thing, people people will be frothing at their mouths, right? Frothy. Literally, right? I find. I, I, I'll, I'll get a, an envelope full of froth and I'll send it to, <laughs> to DC, right? I find one thing DC is doing well is they kind of figured out their market. Yeah. With Omnibus, because a, yes. a lot of young people are not going to go buying the Omnibus. It's people, adults, with well, disposable income, yes. usually buying their childhood comics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it comes down to. That's what it does to, to me. You're right there, right? You look at... Now, mine kind of... I started off buying my childhood ones with X-Men and the Spider-Man. Mm. And now I've had such a big collection, I started going back to the 60s and the 70s and the essential yeah. Marvel stuff now. So my collection is basically a giant Marvel collection. But most people who want to buy them are going to go buy um, the comic books they grew up with because they want a complete collection of it. Yeah. And we talked about the price. Um, a new reader of the comic books is not going to buy a $150 no. omnibus. <laughs> no. They're not. No. No. You can get them on the a newer volume of something or yeah, cheaper cheaper collections, yeah. but omnibus are for a dedicated fan base. Yeah. And DC has picked up on that. Yeah. Now they're pissing off the dedicated fan base by <laughs> yeah. are they ever? scrapping the bronze age and the silver age and the golden age. Yeah. So all of a sudden your Batman Golden Age volume six is now just going to be Batman volume six. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, and to me, it's just like, why take out, people in comics love the, the labels, the Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, makes it easy to to classify right off the bat, and you know, and you know why not, right? right? Even though there's no real definite start and end date. No, no. To, to, they kind of just figure it out themselves. Yeah. But if you figure it out yourself, go from there. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, uh, I guess we could move on to solicits, because we, we're tooting along here, but... Yeah. Uh, but uh, you and I were both discussing the, the solicit situation, and we both uh, thought that it was a pretty poor outing, uh, the latest round of solicits from DC and Marvel. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we both found a few from each of them, but, but pretty, pretty, pretty piss poor, wasn't okay, it? Yeah, <laughs> right? Pretty bare bones. There's nothing really. It's almost like they're saving it for the big summer yeah. pull or something like yeah. that. Or, but there's just a... A slow solicitations recently that came out. Yeah, there's nothing really. No, well, I mean, from Marvel now we, and these are ones that I know both of us are going to be into anyway. There's that the king size Ditko yes. one. I love those big king size books from Marvel, and the and of course the Adventure into Fear Omnibus, which we were both discussing, and uh, and it does include some of the Morbius stories, which is. Strange, considering as you brought up the the Morbius omnibus, omnibus yeah. that's coming out too. So now this will have a lot of the early. This has actually a lot of reprints, a lot of previously printed stuff from the fifties because they're reprinting the reprints in it right. too. Which I thought, okay, okay, you know, fine, fine, why not, right? And there was one Marvel Masterworks, which uh, which one I can't remember for the life, <laughs> life of me. Uh, was it a Spidey or was it an Avengers? Anyway, you know, not not too bad. But uh, from DC, the only thing that I could could see from from the immediate solicits, anyway, was the Gotham by Gaslight Absolute Edition, Absolute, yeah. and which is about time they did release that one in hardcover because uh, they hadn't. And then you you uh, messaged me the other night with the good news that they 
resolicited the Legion of Superheroes five years later. Yeah, and they added actually added more content. It was supposed to be the first, I think maybe eight issues or something, or twelve. Yeah. And they can uh, expanded it to the first twenty four and additional content. So they kind of listened to the fan base of them canceling books. Yeah. And they gave you a bigger, more expensive, more complete omnibus. Yeah. Now I can put up with it if they come back with a better product like right. that. And which is fine. You know, fine. But I mean, now if they know. cancel this one. Oh, oh there'll be armed mobs outside outside the Burbank Studios, right? And what was it? The Justice Society International 2 is being... Uh, uh, Justice League International Volume 2. Yeah, it's so, been announced. Yeah, so that's the um, the continuation of that, which is the Kev McGuire, uh, DeMatteis run. Mm -hmm. And I think later on in that, Adam Hughes takes over, some early Adam Hughes work. Yeah. He takes yeah. over as the artist on it. But that no, entire okay. run, the humor era yeah. of Justice League... Uh, I loved it. Yeah, me too. Me too. One of my favorite it. eras. Yeah, yeah. I can remember even buying the... Actually, I bought it just up the street here at a, a drugstore, and I can remember buying that issue and reading it and thinking, not bad. I, I kind of like the... the, the uh, it was great. Just a good piece of satire, right? And it's a big gamble, so... Yeah. And it, them. And, and, and it won. Um, That's uh, basically it. We normally yeah, talk terms, about that more, but it's not... Yeah. The, the, uh, I can't think of any... But yeah, it was, like I say, pretty... Poor showing in terms of lists. Now we're still waiting on Dark Horse and everyone else, but right. uh, you know if the rest of them follow its suit, it's going to be a pretty pretty boring. Uh, what are these for February? I guess yeah, they are. February, they? So. It's going to be yeah, it's going to be. I mean, February is desperate enough, right? right. But With, I can see they probably don't want to solicit a lot of books because people are paying off credit card debt after Christmas. Yeah, and that's true too. So yeah. it's a slow time for every yeah. business. So they're probably just putting out one or two yeah, and no, from there. So. That could uh, <coughs> I can see from that point from business aspect. So uh, the only other thing I can think of, well, there's oh yeah, as you let me know, the Mutant World book uh, yep. collection is, sh is shipping. So uh, they were on um, track to basically ship in December, hopefully. Yeah. So hopefully in a couple of weeks, which you're a big fan of, Robert Corbin. Oh yes, love the Corb. So, and and again, a Kickstarter thing. We're huge fans of Kickstarter. So yeah, yeah. So um, I guess uh, I can uh, wind up with a bit of a rampage, on, uh, just thinking of the some deep thoughts here. Right. Uh, well, we did, we discussed a, a lot of it lately to ourselves. Was our dis displeasure with DC fucking people over? Right? Pretty much. And uh, the I mean the especially with the I mean the the hex one and uh, the one that still does anger me more than. Anyone is still the Aquaman one. I was so looking forward to that. Yeah. Because they only put out one goddamn volume in the DC archives. And they when I seen that, I was just like, oh, oh, thank God, right? If you're building a library collection or a comic book collection, you want at least one volume of Batman, one Superman, one Aquaman, mm -hmm. one Green Lantern, one Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, a nice smattering of each, right? Type of thing, right? So just to represent everyone. Yeah. Um, and that's how you start a good collection. You have a little bit of everything. Yeah. And yeah. to um, and DC, you're making it hard. You're making it hard to do are. that, right? So, it's it's a, and you, and to go back to the Legion Super Heroes five years later. If you cancel that again, I'm gonna have a fucking stroke, right? right? I'm gonna, I, the, that'll be the end of me. Dennis is gonna come into the into the studio here and find me slumped <laughs> over, right? Uh, but I find it funny that DC will cancel. Aquaman Volume One Omnibus, 
and Marvel will pump out Marvel Universe by Rob Liefeld. Yeah. <laughs> They'll put out and that Marvel 90s, which is issue one of every 90s comic they put out. Yeah. yeah. They'll put out anything. Yeah. To sell. Yeah. Yeah. That's... And DC can't even put up their most well-known characters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm still pissed off about that friggin' uh, Beyond Batman books it still to this day that and i will be continued to be pissed off by the way over that right and they canceled the shazam too at the same time didn't they yes yes that one as well for yeah a... yeah and uh yeah the monster society one that yes that was another one that really pissed me off because it was just like i don't care if there you know if there's some representations that are no longer politically correct it's just like why deny because you're denying your own history when you, when you you don't put this stuff out and say oh because some people might be offended about it screw that right let's let, let's see the truth right but when was the last time Marvel cancelled a book God I can't remember I really can't no, remember off no, the top not of my a head. solicited large format omnibus with some fanfare yeah yeah exactly yeah and I can see some lesser known titles getting scrapped yeah um, because yeah. they solicit the paperback before the issues are done. But the six-issue series gets cut down to a four, and they just say screw it. Well, all I got to say to DC is stop putting out like smaller, soft covers of crappy material, yeah. and stick to putting out some good, solid, bigger collections. Yes, yeah. uh, the paperback market and people rave about it. But one bad thing is, is they solicit everything. Yeah, yeah, and. And not, not everything, everything you, should be collected. Not yeah. everything is good. There's or, some stuff you should avoid collecting because you're just traumatizing the reading public yeah. all over again. And right? filling up shelves. Yeah. I'm not going to say garbage because creators do work hard. Yeah. Uh, but you're filling it. <laughs> but it is garbage. Some of it is garbage. <laughs> just blurs together. Exactly. Exactly. You're, it, it's, it's doing a disservice to the stuff that is very good. Right. right? I, yeah. I think. Right. Stick, stick to the best. Right. So. Well, uh, I guess uh, I guess that's it for another week here yeah. of, of Thursday Comics. We'll do, which, we'll do a quick one. So, And this was actually recorded on a Thursday, right? right. Actually on a Thursday. And yeah. It'll be published on a Thursday. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll have this up and loaded, loaded and running before the end of the evening. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's that's it. And we'll that's see. That's it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll work on a schedule and we'll start uh, issue two. Yeah. Or, so issue yeah. two is normally have variant covers. So we'll have a variant Cover yeah. edition of this one, I suppose. Now, now, if, if you if you have any comments, questions, or whatever, post them to our Facebook page. We will answer questions online. Yeah, haven't well, gotten any. Term, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Haven't haven't gotten any good ones yet, or <laughs> but uh, hopefully we will. Yeah. So I said, check us out on YouTube. Yeah. Check us out on Buzzsprout. Yeah. Check us out on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check out Wallace's other yes, uh, the Library of Graphic Literature. Check yeah. that out on YouTube. Check that out on Facebook as well. Yeah. And uh, leave comments anywhere, positive, negative, we don't care. We'll say how you said we were wonderful people. We'll yeah. comment on how you think we're absolute perks. We don't give a shit. Exactly. Oh, yes. And buy issue three of Nobody is in Control from Black Mass that uh, my friend uh, Paul Paul Tucker illustrated and I lettered for him. And other than that, uh, that's a boom bash uh, shit. We're all done and we're finished. All done. All okay. Right. Say goodnight, Wallace. Okay, goodnight there, Wallace. Thanks for having me over. Okay, now let's just ease out and love that music, don't you? Do, 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 do.